0: Sho Om Namo Bhagavad Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavad Vasudevaya.
1: Reading comes from the Bhagavatam Canto One, Chapter Seven, Text Fifteen. <coughs> Mata Shishunam, Nidhanam Sutanam. Matashi Nidhanam Sutanam. Nishamya Goram Paritapyamana Adarudad
0: Vashpakala Kulakshi
1: Sangsantvayan Ahasirita Mali Nathashi Shunam Nidhanam Sutana Nisham Yagoram Paritabhyamana
0: Nadarudhad Vashpakalakulakshi
1: Satsang Shantvayan Ahakirita
0: Shamiguran Guram the third of the twelve Matashi shunam nitangam sudanam. Nisham yadodam paritab yamam. Vadarudhat kulam kurakshi. SANTVAYAM AHAKYADIDHAM MATHASHISHUNAM NIDHANAM SUTHANAM NISHAM YA GHORAM PARITAV YAMANAM tat tat vasvaka Shangya Goram, Paritap Yamana, the Daludad Vashbakalaka Lakshmi, and Santai.
1: Translation by His Divine Grace, A.C. <clears throat> the mother of the five children of the Pandavas, after hearing of the massacre of her sons, began to cry in distress with eyes full of tears. Trying to pacify her in her great loss, Arjuna spoke to her thus, Oh, gentle lady, when I present you with the head of that brahmana, after beheading him with the, oh, from the, with the arrows from my Gandiva bow, I shall then wipe the tears from your eyes and pacify you. Then, after burning your son's bodies, so you can take your bath standing on his head an enemy who sets fire to the house administers poison attacks all of a sudden with deadly weapons plunders wealth or usurps agricultural fields or entices one's wife is called an aggressor such an aggressor though he be a brahmana or a so-called son of a Brahmana, has to be punished in all circumstances. When Arjuna promised to behead the aggressor named Ashvatama, he knew well that Ashvatama was the son of a Brahmana. Because the so-called Brahmana acted like a butcher, he was taken as such, and there was no question of sin in killing a Brahmana's son who proved to be a villain. I just mention a few points and then I can continue reading since I'm not prepared for class. (coughs) The theme here in this two verses that we just read seems to be uh, justice. Uh, A sense of universal justice that if somebody um, acts in such a way that there there should be some kind of retribution, there should be some kind of justice. As I was reading it just now, these are very heavy words. These are very strong words. Um, Even... Even just saying such words, I felt making some kind of offense. Um, you know we're, we're, we're taught that we should respect the brahmanas we have to respect the brahmanas so just to say these things is very strong um, such an aggressor has to be punished in all circumstances is saying in the in the purport. The other point that's brought up here in the purport is that. Um, a son of a brahmana, if he acts contrary to that, is not to be taken as a brahmana, but has to also undergo the same justice as, as one of the. In other, in other words, that's not just by birth, it's not going to save him. Um, and this is very common throughout our Vaishnava Siddhanta that. Um, uh, that it's by one's qualities and one's activities that one is to be judged um, and not necessarily by birth or position. Um, So this is important that no matter, uh, for those of us especially in, in, in the West, that no matter where we're coming from, we have such an opportunity to to act in Krishna consciousness and to make progress on the spiritual platform um, through the practice of chanting and doing devotional service, and that such activities will um, purify and uh, grow our our quality and our, our activities as we try to simplify our life more and more to be more engaged in devotional service um, also our qualities so guna just going by that mantra that came to mind guna karma that's from Bhagavad Gita anybody know which verse that is? But can you what chapter What is that verse can you i'd like to quote it in context the whole verse.
0: Read
2: it,
1: just read. So in the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is saying, according to the the quality and work associated with the living entity, the divisions of society are created. Uh, but he himself, being the creator of that system, uh, he is above it and beyond it. He is transcendental. So, um, Bhagavad Gita is saying in that chapter that Once we know the transcendental um, nature and quality of the Lord, of Lord Krishna, the more we become associated with that transcendental nature and quality and personality of Krishna, it actually pulls us um, out of the three modes of material nature. It raises or uh, builds our, our, our own quality. So that is the opportunity that I'm, I'm speaking to, that uh, we all have, regardless of our background, regardless of our birth. And this is something that Srila Prabhupada and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur and Bhakti Vanu Thakur have all uh, tried to elaborate through the Vaishnava Siddhanta <clears throat> that this opportunity to change or transform our quality and our activities um, to come to that transcendental platform that's available to all of us through the practice of associating with Krishna and his transcendental energy. So uh, we do that through devotional service. We do that by chanting the Hare uh, Hare Krishna Maha Mantra Um, and simplifying our life as much as possible that we can give more time to these activities because they are a source of satisfaction. They are a source of happiness. And that's generally what people are seeking through all the different activities that they do, so that quality can be—we um, say purified. It can also you're rising to the—you know—you have goodness, passion, and ignorance. So, um, generally, we say, "I was born in the darkest of ignorance." And my spiritual master opened my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge um, because of his causeless mercy to sacrifice his own life in order to do that for the people of the world. That's why we offer our obeisances to him. Um, because generally it's understood we are all born in ignorance in the material world and if we get the chance if we're given that seed of devotional service from the devotees who sacrifice their life and put themselves out in the world and some are traveling and preaching others are just making themselves available uh, to people if we do by chance get that jewel, that, that seed of, of devotional service, we have the opportunity to, um, to rise from ignorance to passion to goodness and then to shudasalva or pure goodness, which is what we do when we associate directly with Krishna. We associate with that uh, pure goodness, transcendental mode. So um, so here, Arjuna is uh, disgusted with uh, um, the activities of this person who was born in a Brahmin family. And he's trying to, as a Kshatriya, he's, um, you know, in the role of a Kshatriya, he's trying to execute justice so that um, so that, uh, Draupadi will be pacified. Let me read one more. I'll read one more. Acts 17. Arjuna, who is guided by the infallible Lord as friend and driver, Thus satisfied the dear lady by such statements. Then he dressed in armor and armed himself with furious weapons, and getting into his chariot, he set out to follow Ashwatam, the son of his martial teacher. So Arjuna. Here, furious weapons. Ugra dhanva. Ugra. Ugra is the word. Let's see. Anvadravad dangshita Ugra dhanva. So Ugra is the word used here. Furious weapons. We know We know who Ugra Dev is, right? Everybody knows that, right? Ugra Dev is a very fearsome form of of the Lord. Um, in Mayapur we have very beautiful Nishringa Prahlad Prahlad Nishringadeva Bhagavan Ki Jai and he's and we sing every morning to him Ugra Viram Mahavishnu so Ugra this mood is Ugra it's furious Lord Nishringadev was, was Furious with the um, with iran Kashipu who had disturbed his his dear Prahlad. the Lord became furious. He was he did you know he did horrible thing, ghastly things to to the person that would disturb his his pure devotee. So this mood is not absent. In the spiritual pastimes of the Lord in this world, Uh, and here Arjuna also he is equipped with his his weapons and his furious attitude to render justice to in a situation where his you know Lord's devotees were um, wronged. They were, you know, they were, they were offended, they were taken advantage of, they were killed untimely. These young, the the young sons of Draupadi were killed. So, so so, getting into his chariot. So Arjuna's getting into his chariot. Who's driving his chariot? It's Krishna. In this moment that all of this furious energy is going on. So Krishna and Arjuna, they're they're doing this together. And Arjuna is furious. Ugra, Dhanva. He's got his weapons. He's got this mood that he's coming... For the offender. So Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that you're doing your role in life. You have your particular psycho-physical nature and your body and your duties and your, your role in the world, whatever it may be. You can you can stay clean in this material world from clean from what clean clean from the karma and the modes of nature by doing your duty and at the same time remembering me in my form as krishna and by doing what you do as an offering to me so um, and here arjuna is, is exemplifying that a kshatriya, he's an administrator, he's a warrior, he's got his weapons, he's got an angry attitude, furious at the offender, but he's going with Krishna. He's with Krishna. He got into his chariot, it says here. We know who drives his chariot. That's Krishna. So Krishna and Arjuna are going together and doing that. Very sweet in one sense, even though Ar- Arjuna is very furious and he has his weapons with me with him, and he, he's he's he, he's out for blood really. I mean, it sounds like he's he's wants to do something very strong. But Krishna is with him. Krishna is always with us. Actually, he's in our heart. So. Whatever we do, we are instructed by Bhagavad Gita to remember Krishna throughout all of it, throughout the day, throughout all of our activities. Either we connect them directly or indirectly. But we can do that. We can bring Krishna throughout whatever we do by remembering him, remembering his his name, his form, his qualities, and his pastimes. We have that ability in any situation that we're in that we can do that kind of devotional service. There's no obstacle to, to that kind of devotional service. And we are instructed, actually, to do that. And by doing that, we can raise the, the, the modes of nature. We can raise the vibration of what it is that we are doing whatever it is that we may be doing bring krishna along with us and remember him and offer it to him even it's 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 advised that before we do the activity we do it with the intention that you know this is what i'm doing and i'm doing it for you and offering it to you and please be satisfied with that and also um inspire me And help me to understand how I can do it to please you. That's a way that we can remember Krishna when we do things for Him. So I'll just stop there and see if there's any points of discussion or anything that you want to say. Bring pundits first over here. Anything you want to add? Prabhu was saying that uh, Krishna and Bhagavad Gita he, he was appreciating on the point that irrespective of our background and our nature, um, there's no obstacle to performing bhakti. Prabhu was saying that he he appreciated how um the connection was made between Ashvatama and Dr. Mayashtam that um, that it's again it's it's because he was degraded even though he was born in the higher family. So that that's not what we respect. So he liked that connection. Prabhu was saying he appreciated the uh, mention of us all having an opportunity to remember and connect with Krishna through his name and uh, qualities, the name, Guna, Nam, Guna, you know, and that, that's the hope for us, that's a good hope for us. Was saying that it's amazing to think that even in this context, Ashwatthama had that opportunity. Krishna was personally present. <laughs> Imagine, yes. Okay. Well, thank you, all devotees, and uh, have a nice day, Hare Krishna.